Welcome back, Bucket Busters. I'm your host, Tim Johnson. And this is the Busted Bucket Podcast. Locally grown here in Portland, Oregon. The City of Roses, City of Bridges, Stumptown, PDX. This is a show dedicated to Rip City and everyone who loves Portland basketball. Joining me is my co-host, the Bay Area Blazer, Ro Zapanta. Look good, feel good, hot good, let's get it. Let's get it. I love <laughs> yes, it. sir. <laughs> you, you get me so hyped when you say it. I Let's know, man. It. All right, so we got we got a short show, short show, right? We're doing we're doing short form here, whatever you call it. We're gonna try and keep this around thirty minutes or so. But absolutely, we got a couple games to talk about. Let's do it. Bla- Blazers, Timberwolves, Blazers, Suns. Right now, the Blazers sit at eleventh in the West. Uh, hopefully, this isn't a spoiler, but. The uh, the current record is eleven and seventeen, bro. Uh, Ten and six at home, which we started out on fire at home. Right. Yet we just lost five at home. Now we all know our away record awful. I mean, right in the dumpster, right? One and eleven. It's terrible. But let's just talk about these last two games, starting with the Timberwolves. Road, the Blazers lost that game 116 to 111. Now we're also dealing with some injuries. I think we mentioned on the last pod, but McCollum's out with the pneumothorax. Zeller's out with a patellar fracture. Man. Greg Brown's out because he's sick. Non non COVID. What you saw in this game. Non COVID. I guess we got to say that now, don't we? I know. Weird times. Yeah. So tell me what you saw in this game, man, because. You know, Dame didn't have a bad game. Pal didn't have an amazing game, but not a bad game either. But what what did you get in this game? Well, you know, this game was actually pretty interesting to me just because I heard what the starting lineup was going to be. Yes. I mean, they inserted, you know, Little and also Nance. Uh, I'm going to pat myself right on the back a little bit. <laughs> I said that oh, Nance we go. <laughs> might push for that starting five. And he cracked it, man. He's in there. I don't know he if did. he's going to stay there, but he, he did crack it. And it was just sort of interesting to see Dame Lillard alongside Powell and then also a wing, like a true wing. I know Eric, the Encyclopedia Foster, says that Nasir Little is more of a four. I don't know if you agree with that, too, but I think. No, three. I don't agree with that, like at all. Yeah. Sorry. I, I don't want to I don't want to cut you off, but no, <laughs> I don't. He is 100% a wing. He is a three. That, The way he plays, it's so natural for him to play that three position. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I'm absolutely with you. And what I saw from him, um, you know, he didn't do so hot this game. He only scored like 10 points, had two rebounds. Mm-hmm. Not that great. But what I saw from him was bringing more energy to that starting lineup, which I liked. I think our bench kind of let us down this game. I think that... Also, Nurkic didn't have a great game either. Hold on. Hold on. I got to stop you. Go ahead. Because Anthony Simons put up a cool 26 points. Okay. Besides Anthony. (laughs) Where did he come from? (laughs) The bench. The bench. You're right. You're right. (laughs) You're absolutely right. And Ben McLemore put up a cool 15. That's true. Five of six from three point. I guess what? I'm wrong. 
I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm absolutely wrong. I don't mean to wrong. put you on the spot on the show. No, but... no, no, no. I'm, I'm glad that you did. Um, maybe I'm just sort of forgetting what this game was like. I just felt like... I mean, we, it's been a couple days. It has been a couple days. I just felt like there just wasn't that punch we needed to get over the hump for these Timberwolves. I don't know. What did you see? You know, I I saw some fight. Um, I you, you had mentioned Nance cracking that starting lineup. And, you know, he ended up with eight points and 12 boards. But I wanted to contrast that with what Covington gave up. Because what I pull from this is that's got to be tough for Cove, right? Right. That's got to be so tough for him to go from starting for so many games to coming off the bench behind a guy who was just picked up this year. Not saying it wasn't deserved because Nance absolutely deserves to be in that that starting spot. But Covington did not have his best performance. And, no. you know, I, I know we've talked about it previously, but we haven't really seen the, the Covington that maybe we've seen last year or had expected to see this year he ended up putting up three points five rebounds and three assists like the guy's got to do a little more than that to, yeah to, you know to maintain his uh, i guess i'm looking up his stats right now i guess he did have four blocks and five steals that's pretty <laughs> amazing actually but <laughs> but i mean it's just he was playing with kind of a a lack of enthusiasm i i will say because it's coming back to me now i feel i feel like in the first half he was playing pretty lack, lackadaisical but in the second half he kind of turned it on and i think that's where he got a lot of his stats and i don't know if you want to call that stat padding or what whatever you will um you know a la hassan whiteside but um i i, I just don't think he was mentally there that first half or many of the games leading up to this game now i'm not saying nance played his most amazing game either because he didn't but he he was respectable in what he showed on the court um you know i there was a a time when i mean the game was only a five point game there was a point where i thought the blazers were going to take this game we actually we're doing a uh, give it giveaway during this game. Oh yeah, we we're gonna right. give away if the Blazers won. Uh, our co-host uh, Eric, the Encyclopedia Foster, was gonna give away one of the new. Is it the City Edition jerseys or the mixtape? Mixtape. Mixtape edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was gonna give away a free mixtape jersey if the Blazers won, and I. Dude, I was heckling him so hard. I was like, you're going to have to give up that jersey. <laughs> you know you're giving up that jersey right now. <laughs> I know, but, right? But, you know, it's... He would have been glad to give it, though. Oh, absolutely, yeah. he would have. Um, the unfortunate thing is they didn't pull it out, and it's it just seems like they kind of fell apart there towards the end. Um, I mean, and that's what, that's what I saw. I mean, Macklemore kept us in that game, hands down. Yeah, I mean, like, he's, he's a straight bucket. Like, he's, he's definitely a shooter. I want to say that all of his shots were, were three-pointers, and he they made were. five of six. So, mm -hmm. I mean, if he could keep up that sort of production, he definitely has a spot on this roster, at least, yep. you know, while we have some players out. Um, yep. But he's sort of like an interesting piece here where he stretches the floor. I'm kind of wondering how Chauncey is going to use him down the line. I don't know if he's going to crack, you know, if, if we make the playoffs, a, like, top eight lineup. Like, top, sorry. Yeah, it's... An eight-man lineup. Go ahead. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, he's kind of, he's one of those guys that when he, when he joined the roster, you didn't really 
gave you didn't give it a second thought right? oh yeah i didn't like, even blink at it. Just, i was like okay cool. yeah you're just filling out the roster all right whatever another guard here we go um <laughs> i i don't i don't know if he cracks the lineup you know if if and when the blazers make the playoffs i'm not so sure he cracks the lineup maybe i i just i think a lot of those minutes will go to to simon's um you know it'll be interesting to see especially after Billups has been experimenting with the non three guard lineup, which I'm super pleased. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see how the lineups shift because there isn't going to be enough there, or excuse me, there aren't going to be enough minutes to spread around all the guards we have on the roster. Assuming everyone is healthy. Can I, now, can I put on my conspiracy theory hat real quick? Is it? I feel like you're about to say something I was about to, but go ahead. Oh, oh maybe no, no, you should go, go first. Go, go. go no, ahead. No, no, no. Go, man. Go. Go. It's your show. Is it? Let's do it. Is it weird that Chauncey feels like he has the freedom to bench, or not bench, but to do this three guard lineup with, Lan- with Nance in the lineup when Neil Olshay gets the boot? Do you think Neil was sort of influencing? His you know, it, it's hard to say without being a true insider, right? Right. If I if I had to guess, you know, put out my 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 fan theory is, yeah, I'm sure Neil probably did have something to say with it because he didn't want to look like a fool. Yeah, I mean, maybe he shouldn't have said that we have the best roster he's ever constructed. Anyway, we're we're kind of going <laughs> wayward here. I just wanted to get your quick thoughts on that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with you. Like, I, I think that he might have had an effect on Chauncey's decisions early on because I feel like this is sort of more Chauncey's style where he needs length at the wing to I help with so. defense. I think so. I mean, you look at the, the, the guy he played with on the Pistons. I mean, he was long. Yeah. Right? I mean, he's long and lanky, but he was long. Right. Right? Absolutely. So, so... You know, I, I it'll be interesting going forward to see if he sticks with keeping um, Nasir Little in the lineup, especially when CJ comes back. I hope that he does. But then that brings up another predicament here. If you're not going to make any moves and you're going to keep the current roster as it's constructed, how does that affect uh, CJ and Norman Powell? Right, because obviously Dame's got his spot, CJ probably's got his spot too. But I'm I'd be interested to see the dynamic and, and maybe how it affects uh, Powell's perspective on on his his role with the team. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I sort of think that I think Powell would be able to take going to the bench. As long as Chauncey or someone gave him sort of like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge, like, hey, like CJ might not be here forever, bro. Well, but I, you know, I need I to raise his value. I gotta say, trade. I don't even know if if that if that would be the case. You know, I I feel like Norm would be the kind of guy that would be fine being a Lou Williams. That's what or I'm saying. A Jason Terry, or you know what I mean? Like, I think he would be just fine being that six man as long as he had his minutes carved out for him. I feel like. Powell is the type of dude where it's like he just wants to win, right? Yeah, exactly. But I will say, as much as I love CJ, I mean, let's let's keep it real. Like I, I love all the guys on the team. Yeah, so do I. 
So do I. But is it is it bad for me to say that I feel like CJ would better fit that six man? Spot? Dude, we've been saying it for a while, man. I mean, we never really <laughs> said it on air. No. But. I mean, that's sort of that Manu Ginobili, like, go get yourself a bucket. You control this squad. You get to go against, like, other bench players and just absolutely cook them. Just wreck them, man. He would fill that role so easily, and he'd be amazing. Absolutely amazing. I just don't think we'll ever see it. He'd be a shark in a sea of minnows. Yeah. Definitely. Bro. But I I think you're right. I don't think we'll ever see it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, think I think CJ gets moved or Norm gets moved before we see that. Um, you know, I guess I guess it bears to to mention that there were there are some rumors that came out today that we do have some guys on the on the block, and that's Rocco, Yusuf Nurkic, possibly Larry Nance. They didn't say that he was on the block. They just said that a lot of teams were interested in him. What do you take from that? Uh, I would be interested in Larry Nance too, if I was the other well, team. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I mean, he's definitely like just... the glue guy, and plus his contract is really friendly. Um, yeah. and I'm not really surprised that you know Nurk and Rocco are also on the block because I mean their their contracts are almost up too, and mm-hmm. they Rocco has been declining, but I feel like there's someone out there who is willing to kick the tires on him and being like saying to themselves maybe i could get what he used to be in houston right or in philly yeah, yeah. so i could see that happening nurkic i mean this is the last year, this is contract year right so anyone that wants the money right the cap space he fills that role so i'm not surprised and, and let's be real about it nurk is not a bad nba player he's no. not a great nba player but yes. he's not a bad he's not a bad starting center he's not so somebody out there would take him. Now, the question is, does it make sense for the team? And I, I honestly hate that we're talking about moving Nurk, but does you have to think, like, does it does it improve the team? What who could you get giving up Nurk? I mean, it's in my mind it has to be not not to dive into the trade machine again, but it has to be a package with somebody else that brings in another center because if you trade Nurk, right. you don't have a center. Yeah. Right? I mean, Cody Zeller's out for who knows how long. Yeah, and that's good a Good job, that's Neil, for injury. not picking us up another center. <laughs> yeah. But good thing we have, like, seven guards. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about playing small ball. <laughs> I know, right? But, yeah, I, but, I think you're absolutely right. I think, I think the move hopefully would include a center and a center that you could imagine okay in 2022 2023 2024 being next to dame lillard holding up a championship trophy trophy and i don't think that type of center is necessarily yusuf nurkic so it just sort of makes sense that we would move on and trade him for a better asset football fans I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game, but with this latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score. With promo code TBPN. This week, 
at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Absolutely. I mean, who wouldn't want to hold up a trophy? Yeah. And, you know, Nurk has been playing well, too. Like, I, I don't want to short... I don't want to short him. No, um, not at all. I don't know if you caught that. Been but pretty I... good. Not not this game against uh, the Timberwolves, though, where he only scored like eight points and seven. Well, points. yeah. But this yeah. game against the Suns, though. Anyway, sorry, I'm, I'm yeah, moving on. Yeah, we do need to talk about the Suns. I think you, you missed the part where I made fun of you for saying trophy. But anyway, we're going <laughs> against the Blazers and the Suns. Okay, we're doing Blazers-Suns tonight. The game just finished. And what a game it was. I got to say, it, it was, was one of one. the better games I've seen this season. Yeah. I mean, besides that now, first meeting where we just completely waxed the Suns, because that was a lot of fun. Yeah, but just, just like, strictly, like, basketball fan, this was a, a fun game to watch. Agreed. You know, it started off a little slow. Blazers couldn't really hit much. But then the game ends up going into overtime. Chaos ensues. <laughs> bad calls. Good calls. Made shots. Missed shots. Missed free throws. It was great, man. Like, it, there were there were nail biter moments there there were like i'm pulling my hair out moments it was a great game now the suns were without book um i actually don't know who else they may have been out. i didn't look at their their uh, injury report oh, yeah but, I, could, I could look it up real quick you know with, the blazers were without the same guys again going into this game dame comes out and scores 31 points 10 assists i mean he was he was looking like the Dame of old, um, with the exception of maybe the first quarter. But I mean, Dame looked great. Powell came out and showed he's a he's a shoe in for a starter, starting guard spot with 23 points, um, playing great defense as he always does. You know, I think the the one thing that this is what I hate when announcers are talking during crunch time free throws and as the guy is going up to the line they say you know this guy's a great free throw shooter he hasn't missed yeah. all season or you know he's shooting he's, he's in this case 82 so far yeah. yeah exactly exactly if he makes one more he'll beat the record or whatever it is right and then the, the dude misses and that's your, your exactly announcer what voice happened. is impeccable by the way it sounds really good <laughs> Well, that is exactly what happened to Norm tonight, man, and it drives me nuts. Like, I'm not a very superstitious person, but for some reason, that irks me to my core. (laughs) Dude, it it happened to Norm. It happened to Nurk. It happened to Dame. Like, we had a really weird free throw shooting night, right? Like, what was our stat on that? Oh, man, it was so bad. Uh, Ironically, I believe it was the same percentage as Nurk shot from the field. 63.6%. 63.6%. Great. That's awful. That's and awful. The, the free really, throw line really doesn't change too. your entire life. It's the same <laughs> distance. Okay. Yeah. And you can't... You, it drives me crazy. It drives me crazy <laughs> when a team can't shoot over 75%. Our team... God. 63.6. Yeah. That's yeah. awful, man. It, it was bad. It was really bad. I, I actually didn't even look to see what it was during that Timberwolves game, but it had to have been better than 
63.6%. Oh, yeah, it had to be. It had to be. That has but, to be like our worst shooting. Oh, it's it's got to be around right? there. It's got to be. It's got to be around there. <laughs> but, you know, I, I thought I thought Nurk also came out and looked pretty good. Um, again, he had his moments where it seems like he was on vacation, but he ended up posting up a decent a decent stat line 17 points 13 rebounds five assists i mean he he looked decent out there um and then nance jr like he's he's gonna give you kind of pedestrian numbers i feel like like we should probably expect that from larry nance jr but what the stat sheet doesn't show is all the little things he does right right he also added three steals sorry i, I don't mean to admit that but he also added three steals this game and shot 50 percent from the field but you know, Nance is one of those guys. This is what I really want to bring up about Nance. And maybe I should just ask you. Should he have played in that overtime period? Yeah. Absolutely. Why do you think he did not play and Rocco did? You know, I, I want to say that... I want to say that maybe Chauncey was looking at the other side... And they're like, dang, this dude, whoever this DeAndre Ayton guy, right now he's whoever. got 28 <laughs> points and 13 boards. Whoever this guy I, is. I might need a little more beef. And maybe that's the reason why. Do you do you really think that Rocco has more beef than Rocco's stout. Nance? Rocco's stout. I want to say Nance is a little more shifty, is a little harder to guard. I don't know. I mean, it's it's tough to say, man. It's tough to say. I think okay. if we if we go back, maybe he changes his mind. Maybe he thinks that Nance gives him a better chance. I, I just like the way Nance does all the small stuff, especially on offense. Like, he's a great passer. He gets the ball moving. And he Rocco, honestly, you know, one what? of the things that was touted about him when we got him is that he's a decent passer. And, you know, I just don't see it this year. No, I, I don't either. And I, I just, for comparison's sake, I'm going to read you their stat lines, okay? Because they're relatively comparable. Larry Nance Jr., 9 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals, okay? Okay. Robert Covington, 8 points, 7 rebounds, 1 block. Yeah. You're telling me you would rather play Rocco over Nance in the overtime I period? Wouldn't. When you're... It's a brand new game. It's it's a tie game, right? You may as well start at 0-0. Let me make this clear. I would have not done it. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just trying to tap into the mind of Chauncey Billups. And I think he just sort of, that's, that's the only explanation I could come up with, is that he felt like he needed some more beef in there. So he sure. thought Rocco might be better to bang down low in case there was a switch. But that's the only it. thing that I could think of. You know what lineup I saw working, though? is when they were playing small ball with Rocco or Nance at the five. Bro, you know I love small ball. I know you do. <laughs> and this is one of those weird games where it probably shouldn't have worked, but it was. Yeah. I I like it when, when we flash small ball because I feel like our mm -hmm. small ball lineup is actually pretty diverse mm -hmm. and we could do it pretty well, like, like it showed in this game. So... Yeah, absolutely. Can I just say something? Because I've been thinking about it tonight ever since I saw the tip pass. Well, not even a tip pass, just like 
the pass from Larry Nance Jr. to Nasir Little's nice. dunk. That was so nice. It was so nice. I'm just going to say this because I've been thinking it ever since that Larry Nance Jr. might be the poor man's Ben Simmons. <laughs> or the poor man's Draymond Green. Mm, except he doesn't get in anybody's face. Doesn't act all crazy. You can't sick him on, on the, the opposing team like a pit bull. I mean, but Larry Nance... I love pit Larry bulls, Nance by the will way. shoot a three. Larry Nance will shoot a three. <laughs> maybe, maybe if probably, they had like a Probably kid, in the playoffs, you know? too. <laughs> True. <laughs> Absolute Dude, Larry Nance would take that dunk. Would take that layup. He's not passing that rock. Like, heck yep. no, he's not passing that rock. Yeah, he would. But, you know, we might shots as well fired. read the rest of these stat lines. Yeah. <laughs> Major shots fired there. Uh, CP3 ended up with 24 points, 8 rebounds, 14 assists. CP3 doing CP3 things, man. Dude, Chris clutch. Paul is one of the greatest. He's one of the greatest to ever do it. He Freaking really is. Clutch. I mean, he's tore our did hearts you hear? out tonight. So. I don't know what broadcast you were watching or if it was just on TNT, but TNT. they were saying... They were saying, did you catch where they said uh, CP3 uh, learned how to steal the ball from Muggsy Bogues? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I, I can't remember who it was that said it. I don't, I don't even remember who the announcers were. But was it one of the Van Gundys, right? Was it Stan? Stan. Steve Jeff. Stan. Stan. Yep. Um, he was saying that that Chris Paul had mentioned that. He learned how to steal the rock from Muggsy Bogues by studying the cadence of the dribble and the pass. Ooh. It's all you youngins out there. That's interesting. Study the cadence of the dribble and the pass. DeAndre Ayton, 28 points, 13 boards. I think you mentioned that before. Yeah. He's he's a man amongst boys. Yeah. He really is. A monster. And, And that's even with losing 10 pounds. Yeah, he, he he was sick, right? Yeah. He was sick and lost ten pounds and still put <laughs> yeah. up this stat line. That's ridiculous, <laughs> yes. dude. Unreal. And then and then you've got Cameron Payne's the third third uh, leading scorer on their team with seventeen points, three boards, five assists. Um, you know, it's it's unfortunate the Blazers lost this one because they really had a, a good chance. I mean, as you would say, a what actually? What do you say? A boxer's chance? A fighter's chance? Punchers. 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 There we go. I swear I listened to you. <laughs> they, have a, they have a puncher's chance, and, you know, un- unfortunately, they just couldn't pull it out. And, you know, part of it is I was, I was, I think I even texted you. I was wondering if going into overtime was going to hurt the Blazers more than, more than the Suns because Dane was putting in some serious minutes tonight. Yeah, what did he, what did he put up tonight? How many uh, minutes was he playing? Dame ended up playing 47 minutes. Yikes. Yeah. That, I mean, that's rough, especially with a guy who's dealing with an abdominal injury. Yeah, that's not good, man. No. Yeah. And, you know, to ride, I understand why Chauncey was riding Lillard like that, because you kind of have to. You're you're desperate for a win. You, I mean, he's your show pony, right? Like, he's the guy that's going to take you to the promised land. Problem is... You ride them into the ground this game. They've got the Grizzlies in a couple days. Or, no, excuse me, tomorrow. Tomorrow. they got the Grizzlies tomorrow. How do you think that's going to affect Dame tomorrow? Exactly. Probably not, probably not in the, the best way. 
Yeah, I mean, like, if... If you were managing his minutes, per se, or if we were in a position to manage his minutes, yeah. we probably would have sat him this game and just played him for the Grizzlies game. But now you're in this position where you've played Damian Lillard 47 minutes, like you said, and he might yeah. have to play another 38 or, you know, 35 right. Right. against the well, Grizz. yeah, I mean, if you really want to win, yeah. But, I mean, the, Chauncey's in a tough spot because, you know, your, your second guy, your second man up is out. Right. And he's going to be out for a while, probably. Um, yeah, no no news like on I that said, front on when he's returning. So. Not yet. But like I said, like I understand why Chauncey did it. But I would have liked to see Dame get a little more rest because you still got Anthony to pull in there. You could still play, you know, Norm. Dennis Smith still Jr. Play Dennis Smith Jr. Didn't see him all game. Yeah. You could still play Ben McLemore. Like, they're... they're Plenty of guards to go around on this roster. Yeah. You know, now that you mentioned it, uh, DSJ would have been really interesting to flash in this game just to see what he could do on Chris Paul. Like, hey, go go get this guy because he's abusing us right now. Yep, I agree. But, you know, that's that's just the way the cookie crumbled in this game. So, Blazers lose. I, I don't even know if I even mentioned the score. They lost... 111 to 107 in overtime. It was a nail biter through and through. Um, unfortunately, they just couldn't get the dub on this one. Um, we've got a, li- a couple of things to touch on, but I think I might I might save it for the next pod. To be honest, sure, let's do it. Let's save. You it. know what I really want to do right now? Yes, Ro, sir. And I I don't know if you're ready for it or not. <laughs> I know I'm coming out of left field here. I'm always ready. Because we, I'm always we ready. rarely do it on this show. But, Ro, can you please take me to the next segment called oh Props? Oh, the Props segment. If you don't know, giving props is giving applause or giving kudos to a certain person, story, or situation. So, Tim Johnson, what I yes, want to know, do you give this props? So... Office politics can sometimes get messy, and it's important that we stay professional at all times. And there was a woman named Samantha that only wanted to be called Samantha, well, because that's her name. In the office, people would always, like, shorten her name, you know, like Sam or Sammy. She felt kind of annoyed because, like, Sammy felt a little too young. Sam was actually the name of someone that she was annoyed with when she was younger so she didn't like that name either and she tried to like her very best to correct all these people like hey like my name is samantha you should call me samantha but they would just revert back to sam or sammy she only had success one time with this dude named john because she called him jonathan and he's like whoa am i in trouble you just used my full name jonathan and she's like well I thought we were playing this game where we called each other things that we didn't want to be called. (laughs) And, well, she got in trouble in HR recently because because she used the same strategy that she used on Jonathan Uh with her boss. Uh Uh-oh. And her boss's name is Richard. (laughs) If you don't know what Richard is, but shorter... She called him by that name, which is which is Dick. Call them Dick, like Dick Tracy. I have an uncle Dick. She got called into HR for this. Do you give props to Samantha for her clap back against her manager for calling her 
the wrong name. Did her boss continually do it after she already e expressed her uh, desire to be called something else? That's a great because question. She, she did mention multiple times, my name is Samantha. I'd like to be called Samantha. She even signs her emails as Samantha. Yeah, major props to her. Stick up for yourself. <laughs> Forget that, that chauvinist pig. Do you think, yeah, she, major do you props. think she should have been called into HR? No. I think that's another name. I, no, I think, I, think, I think he should have been called into HR. I like it. Yeah. I like heck it. Heck yeah. That's messed up, man. The angle Listen, I'm going with is... It's all about respect to me. Go ahead. It's all... Go ahead. I agree. What's your angle? It is about respect. But the interesting angle to me is... Why is she getting called into HR when that's, that's his name. the nickname for Richard? Hey, man. Right? Maybe, maybe it came down to how she said it. <laughs> that's true. That's a great point. It's all about the inflection. And anyway, that's actually all I have for props, man, for tonight. Right on. I appreciate it, man. Well, hey, I, I do want to mention one thing before I sign us out here. This Thursday... Uh, what's the date today? The 14th. So the 16th, there's going to be a sale on our store, our merch store. It's store.bustedbucketpod.com. Uh, everything you buy there contributes to community projects that we do uh, in the. We're going to do in the future. Um, look, it's a, it's a great time just to check it out. See if you like anything. You pick up some swag. You know it's going to go to a good place. So there we go. We appreciate that. Um, Bro, I got to give you a big shout out for being on the show with me, man. Thanks, Thanks brother. brother. Shout out to the Basketball Podcast Network, DraftKings, and especially you, our listeners, Twitter followers, and Bucket Busters. You make it so easy to keep stepping up to this mic. Keep reaching out to us on Twitter, at BustedBucket, with your comments and questions. We love building community with you all. Check out our website, BustedBucketPod.com. And don't forget to rate, follow, and subscribe if you're digging what we're saying. Be good to each other, Rip City. We'll catch you next time on the Busted Bucket Podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>